Hey, what is up, everybody? This is your host, Victoria Lynn Myers, aka Tori, on the Keeping It Real podcast. And wow, do we have a good episode for today. I'm in a free flow of thought. So let's hop into it. If you're new here, what is up? And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for returning. You didn't think you would hear from me this frequently, huh? (laughs) It's the Yeti. I'm telling you, when things are convenient and easy, I want to do them more. Period. But anyway, with that being said, thanks for listening. Let's get into it. All right. Well, I was in a free free flow of thought, but postman came. I got hungry. Tons of things happened in between, so hopefully I can keep my flow up. But today I wanted to talk about the fear behind becoming and being and presenting yourself as more of yourself and like a full-bodied person, so to speak. I know I use that term a lot recently. It's the best way I've found to describe where I'm at, I guess, in life. I saw one TikTok from this guy that's kind of like a psychologist and he was saying how in order to do something long term, the reward from doing it needs to be greater than the energy you exert from creating it. And that kind of stuck with me as somebody that, you know, has had an online presence for a while now, definitely have not popped off as much as I have until now. Um, And I still think I have so much more potential when it comes to that subject matter alone. But with that being said, the energy I was exerting to produce these perfect images that were essentially lifeless, to me at least, um, was greater than the reward of creating them. And that's not to say every time I post a picture I don't believe in it or don't like the byproduct or whatever. In fact, a lot of my work recently has been stuff that I am absolutely behind, which is another confusing subject I'll probably discuss later on is how I am like very proud of my body and love to show it off. And not only in a thirst trappy way, although sure, but just in a like appreciation, I guess. And like, I like my posing like, implied nudity pictures the most and I have a friend that's like actually starting to mainly do nude work and the way she like articulated it was just so beautiful um and I don't want to be one of those people that's like you know the female form is art and if you view it as sexual you're disgusting person because like I do be thirsting over those girls thirst traps too bruh so like I think it can go both ways. I'm not here to say that per per se, but with that being said, essentially I feel so good naked and I love showing off my body in that way. And it's something I'm proud of for the fact that I've went through such a journey in terms of body image and being okay with myself. And, you know, even though the world at points and women in general will experience this, the world at points tells you your body is not enough and you need to do X, Y, and Z to be deserving of love. And it's all correlated with just your image. And 
I guess I have a complicated relationship with presenting my body and to the general public, even though I have a strong like desire, I guess, to show that side of me and in an artsy way and in a, you know, wow, she's attractive way. And I don't really know what to do with it because every time I even post anything somewhat risque on like main pages, like Instagram, for instance, where I have a, a solid following, something about it doesn't sit right with me and it makes me feel so anxious. Like the more skin I show on Instagram now, the more anxious I get. And I think it's not because of the fact that I'm not proud of those images. I'm the most proud of those images, more proud of those images than any of my outfit pictures. But it's the perception around it and how I know other people are perceiving me that makes me actually nauseous. So I wrote down a few reasons for why you may be afraid to take up space or why I'm afraid to take up space. And I kind of wanted to go over those and let's just hit the ground running. So I think one of the main fears of being your full bodied self, so to speak, is the fear of losing people. And let's be honest, like that's a valid concern and fear. I mean, you look at even people taking up space in the sense of you're driving down the road and somebody parallel parks or is in the process of parallel parking. What is your knee-jerk reaction? It is going to be to be like, what the heck, dude? You know, come on, hurry up. Like, you're in my way, you know? And unfortunately, that is the way we process other people taking up space in a lot of times. I think the only time that we don't process things as that is, you know, if we've done enough work on ourselves and are patient enough with ourselves to also be patient with other people. I think something that takes a long time to understand but is so true is that very little of, of people's responses has anything to do with you and more to do with where they're at in their journey. But I think it's a very valid fear to know or fear losing people because you're going to show up as your most authentic self. Um, I guess what I would add in contrast is if that is worth losing yourself, I mean, first of all, it's not it's not always that deep, right? Like there are going to be people in your life that you're just going to go to the movies with or you're just going to go on a walk with and that's the extent of that relationship. And that's perfectly fine. Um, I guess figuring out how you want to show up and what your expectations are for each relationship or just letting things come and go as they are and not really controlling it and just showing up as yourself. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But, you know, it's not always going to work out with people because you are taking up more space and that's perfectly fine. Also, I think another point that I'm at in life is the majority of my relationships at this point, I want um, people that also take up space and are also their full-bodied self. I want people that can shoot it real with me or shoot it straight with me. And likewise, I no longer want a majority of friends that – I mean, I've never – I'm not – trust me. I mean, I think you can tell, but I'm not – a person that does very superficial how's the weather type of talk unless it's a way of eventually engaging in a deeper conversation and that's something I'm guilty of through and through. 
And (laughs) recently I had a very, very deep conversation with my mother and it was great. I mean, I learned a lot. It was like, I felt like it was one of the first conversations where I was proven wrong by my mom and I had to give it to her and it felt so good to be proven wrong. But at the end of the discussion, at the end of the conversation, I had to say, hey, I am mentally checked out at this point. And it was the first time where I felt like I met my match because my mom and I are very similar in terms of depth and wanting deep conversations. And I was thinking internally, good night. Like if this is how I am with other people, oh my God, I do feel a little bad because I enjoy depth and almost, I mean, not argumentative conversation, but even if we believe differently, I want to know why you think the way you do. Like, and I love psychology and I want to know your brain. I, I think it's like a security mechanism for me. I feel like if I can rationalize with you and at least understand where your mind is at, it makes me feel safer in the relationship, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I got in a deep conversation with my mom and I was like, okay, I need to remove myself. I need like a few hours of silence. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess knowing boundaries and knowing limits and whatever, but in general, I now I'm at the point because I'm showing up as my most authentic self. And I, I think I only want people in my life, generally speaking, that also can do the same because at the end of the day, I want to be able to enforce my own boundaries and I want them to do the same and I want it to be a safe space and I want to build long lasting connections. And that's just where I'm at. So And I also think diving into another subcategory of your fear of losing people by showing up as yourself is the whole concept of people pleasing. And I also want to dive into that because I think, you know, in general mainstream dialogue, I think we equate people pleasing to being a nice or kind person. And that is just not the case. I think intentions behind why you're people pleasing is important to analyze as well because I think a lot of people do stuff that is quote-unquote kind but it's almost a manipulation tactic in order to receive said kindness if that makes sense so you find this in people where they do x y and z for you and then end up resenting it when you don't return the role when they never asked for that they never communicated that that's what they needed and you know I guess that's where it gets into analyzing why you do what you do. And a lot of times I think people pleasing in general is deeply rooted in survival mechanisms and is deeply rooted in trauma for a lot of people and being hypervigilant and having to be hypervigilant as a child in order to survive. And so I would really analyze your people pleasing and figure out if that's something that serves you and figure out if you're also holding this like unrealistic or uncommunicated standard for the people in your life based off your quote-unquote kind behavior because that's not kind and I think intention really does matter in that regard so that's reason number one is maybe you're fearful of losing people and some of that is valid and you will lose people but that's also to say like not everybody is on the journey for life either like there's so many people in my life that I'm just thankful for meeting and encountering and experiencing and I think we do ourselves a disservice by trying to hold on to people for a certain time, you know? So that's fair. That's fair, though, to be fear of, fearful of losing people. I think another reason we might be afraid to take up space is we might low-key be afraid of being vulnerable. 
Um, I think the thing most people want in general is to be seen and loved wholeheartedly for who they are. But you never really give people a chance because you're never vulnerable with people. Um, And in return, you self-sabotage slash self-abandon yourself by never articulating your true feelings and never giving people an opportunity to get to know you deeply. Um, I think I referenced this a while back, but I had had a conversation with a photographer I was planning a shoot with. I had shot with him previously. I, I think they're a good person. It just was not the best encounter. And so ultimately, I decided to opt out of the shoot. Um, But during that process, we were in communication and I had opened up to them about some things and they were like, wow, uh, you know, you've really changed. And I said to them, no, I I haven't really changed. I mean, yeah, I have in some ways, but this is who I've been. I feel like you have done the work to get to know yourself on a deeper level, which allows me room to communicate in that way. And I guess that's the thing, too, is. If you want to be vulnerable, you've got to give people space to also be vulnerable and you've got to learn. It's an art form, learning how to communicate in a way that allows for vulnerabilities to be exposed. Um, Because I think a lot of people are capable of going deeper than what you might perceive them as. It's just creating an environment where they feel comfortable with that. So that's just another note to maybe consider. Um, But yeah, I think... Also, I think another subcategory of reasons you might be afraid to take up space is not realizing how much you have to offer and how much your experiences and your dialogue can be useful to other people. There's so many people in my life that I owe so much to because of their shared experiences. They shared with me something that was deeply vulnerable or they shared with me something that for whatever reason they felt compelled to do and just knowing and seeing that those things existed broadened my horizons and literally made me who I am today. So I think by not opening up, by not taking space, especially in areas that you feel compelled or passionate to do, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing the people who could potentially be affected by that or lives changed, not to sound dramatic, by that. Um... So yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to lose. And and I guess like a subcategory of all of this is the areas in which you can start to learn to be vulnerable or take up more space without repercussions. I think somewhere like TikTok is a really nice and safe place to start opening up, create a separate private or public more so channel and upload your thoughts. And if it flops, it flops. No one's going to see it if, it if it flops. That's TikTok for you. I mean, but if it succeeds and you build a community based off your thoughts, imagine how fulfilling that can be. And that might empower you to then talk to people in your real life or start a YouTube channel. I mean, that's what kickstarted me to feeling comfortable sharing my thoughts and opinions. And the amount of feedback that I've received has just been so great. And sometimes I do feel like even now I am too much for some people. But that's a that's my core belief that's the internal dialogue and that's what I've been fed since I was little and I wasn't too much in fact I was too little growing up I really didn't get a chance to form my personality up until now I'm just now figuring out who I am because a lot of my thoughts and opinions were viewed as too much and suppressed 
or I just wasn't allowed to question anything growing up. So I would really challenge whenever you start putting yourself out there, you're going to have moments where you really start to question your motives, question, you know, if you're capable, question if this is even worth doing. But I would dive into why you feel that way. And I something tells me that it's probably a core belief of yours that you don't feel adequate enough. And I challenge you to push past that. Again, taking small calculated risks like on TikTok where you create a, a private page or an anonymous page more so and just share your thoughts and make it just that for a while is I think it would be very healing it's been very healing for me if that feels like too much start journaling or like the video entry journaling like I said before something that's been really therapeutic for me is opening up my photo booth app on my mac and talking to myself um and then if if I'm feeling up to it listen to it back and really hear what I'm saying because I think so much of what we verbalize is us just trying to hear ourselves and understand ourselves with that being said that's what's been on my mind recently take up some space baby that's what we're here for become more of yourself it's you're gonna lose people you're gonna feel a little uncomfortable but if it's anything like my journey it is so so worth it and even though i have self-doubt on a daily basis we're pushing past it because we want to achieve more and we want to do more and want and ultimately we want to be seen for our full-bodied self as a way of connecting more deeply with not only ourselves but with others so with that being said i hope you all have a wonderful start to your weekend thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon